Hello and welcome to another episode of the Let's Buzz You Up podcast. My name is Esther Ake and I'm your host for today and I'm absolutely buzzed to be here. Apologies for missing last week's episode. There was a technical glitch and I was away in the middle of nowhere with absolutely no internet signal so I couldn't fix the problem. Hopefully this week's episode will make up for it and will be live as per normal. So for the last few weeks I have been going through the job hunting process, not because I want to but because my mortgage broker has said that I need to, although I am currently working on a number of different projects with a number of different clients that can potentially bring in increasing volumes of revenue including the expansion of my consulting business with my health and safety accreditation as a New Zealand Institute of Safety Management Health and Safety Practitioner having come through which also opens a number of different consulting aspects including health and safety auditing and a more in-depth capacity to do health and safety system customizations for individual businesses as well as the ebooks that I had written before the end of my corporate contract. If you have not had a chance to have a look at the ebooks that I have written, check out the standstall link in the show notes and please help yourself to my free 50 plus pages ebook on money mindset magic guide that is loaded with practical tips and hacks that can create ultimate wealth. I use these methods to save for my house deposit within a year. We're talking about 75 grand. That was an amazing experience at the time and I have been able to capture that in this particular handout. Uh, It is a freebie so it doesn't cost anything. There are a number of worksheets in there that I used while I was creating the house deposit such as a budget and expense sheets and also some tips and hacks on obviously making up that money. I also have a number of ebooks on the ultimate job salary pay review guide, performance reviews and the ultimate job interview guide. So do have a look and let me know what you think too. So some of the items that have been coming up in the interviews are potential topics that can and should be included as negotiation points, 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 that'll be about right. So points for a better contract. Although, as the following content will show, these items can also be negotiated at other times during employment progression. Quick disclaimer, I'm not a legal practitioner, so I would always encourage you to get your contracts formally checked with appropriate human resource specialists and or the appropriate legal advice. I am quickly going to cover roughly 10 items that are worth negotiating in an employment contract. The first, of course, is salary and bonuses. So negotiating your salary and bonuses can be a tricky task as you want to make sure you are getting paid what you are worth without coming across as pushy or greedy. Here are some tips on how to do that without obviously sounding pushy or greedy. Do your research. So before entering into salary negotiations, do your research to find out what other people in your industry with similar qualifications and experience are earning. This will help you determine what a fair salary range is for your position. Focus on the value you bring too, rather than focusing on how much money you want to make. Focus on the value that you can bring to the company, highlighting your experience, skills and achievements that make you an asset to that company. 
and be confident. So confidence is key when negotiating your salary and bonuses. Be clear about what you want and don't be afraid to ask for it. Consider the whole package. When negotiating your employment contract, consider the whole package, including benefits, vacation time and other perks. Sometimes these can be just as valuable as a higher salary. Be flexible. While it's important to know your worth, it is also important to be flexible. Consider compromising on some things in order to get what you want in other areas. Remember, negotiating your salary and bonuses is a normal part of the employment process. By doing your research, focusing on the value you bring, being confident, considering the whole package and being flexible, you can push for more without sounding pushy or greedy. So the next item I want to bring to your attention is stock options, sorry, Uh, stock options or equity. So negotiating stock options or equity in an employment contract is a common practice for many startups and growing companies as a way to attract and retain talented employees. It is also a way for companies to conserve cash while providing employees with a financial stake in the success of the company. So typically stock options or equity can be negotiated in situations where an employee is being offered a lower salary or compensation package than they would prefer. In these situations, the company may offer stock options or equity as a way to offset the lower salary and again provide the employee with the potential for a greater financial reward in the future. Another situation where stock options or equity can be negotiated is when an employee is being hired to work on a specific project or initiative that has the potential to significantly impact the success of the company. In these situations, the company may offer stock options or equity as a way to incentivize the employee to work harder and achieve greater results. It is important here to note that negotiating stock options or equity in an employment contract can be complex and requires careful consideration of the terms and conditions of the offer. It is recommended that employees seek the advice of a legal or financial professional before accepting any offer of stock options or equity. Now the next item I would like to raise is health and retirement benefits. Now, negotiating health and retirement benefits in an employment contract is common practice and can be done in a variety of situations. Typically, these negotiations take place when an employee is being hired by a new company or being promoted to a new position within their current company. So additionally, health and retirement benefits can also be renegotiated during labour contract negotiations or when a company is restructuring. When negotiating health benefits, employees may negotiate for a specific type of health insurance plan, a higher coverage limit, or additional coverage for dependents. Employees may also negotiate for retirement benefits such as a 401k plan, pension, or other types of retirement saving plans. In New Zealand, that could include the KiwiSaver contributions. These negotiations may include the percentage of the employer's contribution to the retirement plan, or the vesting period for employer contributions. It is important for employees to research and understand the standard benefits package offered by their employer and to identify any gaps in coverage or areas for improvement. Negotiating health and retirement benefits can result in better financial security, 
peace of mind and overall job satisfaction for employees. Now the next item is vacation time and paid time off. Negotiating vacation time and paid time off is an important part of that employment contract negotiation process. It is typically discussed during the offer stage, right? But can also be renegotiated later on as part of a comprehensive review. There are several situations where negotiating vacation time and paid time off is appropriate. One situation is when the employee has a unique set of circumstances that require additional time off. For example, an employee may have a family member with a chronic illness who requires regular care or the employee may have a significant amount of personal travel planned. In these cases, negotiating additional vacation time or pay time off can help the employee balance their work and personal obligations. Another situation is when the employer is not offering a competitive amount of vacation time or paid off time off. Sorry. This can be especially important for employees who are highly sought after by multiple employers. Negotiating additional time off can be a way for the employer to differentiate themselves from other job offers and attract top talent. Ultimately, negotiating vacation time and paid time off is a way, again, for employees to ensure that they are getting the benefits they need to be successful in their jobs and maintain a healthy work-life balance. So the next item is that I want to raise job responsibilities and duties. Negotiating job responsibilities and duties in an employment contract can occur in many, many different situations. One common scenario is, of course, when a potential employee has unique skills or experiences that are not fully captured by the standard job description. In this case, the employee and employer may negotiate to ensure that the job responsibilities and duties accurately reflect the employee's qualifications and the company's needs. Another situation may arise when an employee is being promoted or transitioning to a new role within the company. In this case, negotiating job responsibilities and duties can help to clarify the expectations for the new position and ensure that the employee has the necessary tools and resources to succeed. Finally, job responsibilities and duties may be negotiated when an employee is requesting a flexible work arrangement such as telecommunicating or reduced hours. In these cases, negotiating the job responsibilities and duties can help to ensure that that employee is still able to meet their obligations while working in a non-traditional setting. Overall, negotiating job responsibilities and duties in an employment contract can be a valuable tool for both employers and employees to ensure that expectations are clear and that everyone is set up for success. The next item, which is very, very important, is the non-compete and non-disclosure agreements. So non-compete and non-disclosure agreements are typically included in employment contracts to protect the interests of the employer. Non-compete agreements prevent employees from leaving the company and working for a competitor or starting their own competing business for a certain period of time after leaving said company. Non-disclosure agreements prevent 
employees from sharing or using confidential company information outside of the company. Employers may negotiate these agreements in situations where they have valuable trade secrets, confidential information or intellectual property that they want to protect. Additionally, if an employee has access to sensitive information about the company's clients, customers or business practices, a non-compete a non-disclosure agreement may be negotiated to prevent the employee from using that information to their own advantage or for the benefit of a competitor. It is important to note that a non-compete and non-disclosure agreements must be reasonable in terms of their scope, duration and geographic limitations. Employers cannot ask employees to sign overly restrictive agreements that would prevent them from earning a living or pursuing their chosen profession. So the next item is termination clauses and severance packages. Negotiating termination clauses and severage packages can be crucial for both employers and employees in an employment contract. Employers may seek to protect their business interests by including termination clauses that allow them to terminate the employee's contract for specific reasons such as poor performance, breach of company policy or downsizing. Meanwhile, employees may want to negotiate for a fair severance package that provides them with financial support and benefits in case of termination. Termination clauses can also be negotiated when an employee is being offered a fixed term contract, such as a contract that lasts for a specific period. In such cases, employers may include termination clauses that allow them to end the contract before the agreed time due to unforeseen circumstances or changes in business needs. Employees can negotiate for a more favourable termination clause, such as requiring the employer to give a notice period or provide a valid reason for termination. Severance packages can be negotiated when an employee is being offered a permanent position or is being terminated from an existing one. Employees may negotiate for a higher severance payment of additional benefits such as extended healthcare coverage or job placement assistance. Employers may also offer severance packages as a way to incentivize employees to leave voluntarily, which can save the company money and resources in the long run. In summary, negotiating termination clauses and severage packages can be important for both employers and employees to protect their interests and ensure fair treatment in the workplace. Now the next item is relocation expenses. Now this doesn't always apply to every single role but negotiating relocation expenses is quite common in the employment world especially if the new job requires you to move to a new location So here are some situations in which you might negotiate relocation expenses. So if the new job is located in a different city or state and then you need to move to take up the job. If the new job is located in a different country and you need to relocate for that job. If a new job requires you to move to a location with a higher cost of living, you may be able to negotiate relocation expenses to help cover the increased expenses. If the new job requires you to move quickly, you may be able to negotiate relocation expenses to help cover the costs of moving on short notice. If the employer is particularly interested in hiring you and wants to make the offer more attractive, they may offer to cover your relocation expenses as part of your compensation package. In any case, 
It's always a good idea to discuss relocation expenses with your employer before accepting the job offer as moving can be expensive and it's important to have a clear understanding of what expenses will be covered. Now the next item is something that really resonates with me and I have raised it a couple of times in a number of interviews that I have been part of and that is professional development opportunities. Negotiating professional development opportunities in an employment contract is a common practice in many industries. This can be done when an individual is offered a new job, during a performance review or when the company is undergoing a restructuring or expansion. It is important to negotiate professional development opportunities as it can help you to stay current in your field, increase your skills and advance your career. One situation where you might negotiate professional development opportunities is in an employment contract when you are taking on a new role or transitioning to a new company. In this case, you may want to negotiate for additional training or education to help you succeed in your new profession position. Another situation where you might negotiate professional development opportunities is during a performance review when you demonstrate excellence work and want to further develop your skills. Additionally, companies often offer professional development opportunities to employees during times of organizational change or expansion and these opportunities can help employees to adapt to new roles and responsibilities, stay current in their industry and remain competitive in the job market. Overall, negotiating professional development opportunities can benefit both you and your employer. It is important to be clear about your goals and expectations and to work collaboratively with your employer to identify the most effective ways to develop your skills and advance your career. Now the final item I want to look at and that's been very important and popular during COVID when a lot of people are starting to realize that working that nine to five grind is not everybody's cup of tea and that is flexible work arrangements and remote work options. Negotiating flexible work arrangements and remote work options in an employment contract has become increasingly important in today's modern workplace. There are several situations where such negotiations may take place. Firstly, an employee may have family or personal commitments that require them to work from home or work outside of the traditional 9 to 5 work hours. In this case, the employee may request to work flexible hours or to work remotely in order to better balance their work and personal life. Secondly, An employee may have a long commute that is affecting their productivity and well-being. In this case, negotiating a remote work option such as working from home a few days a week can help to reduce the amount of time and stress associated with commuting. I know this was something that was really beneficial to me and my daughter while I was working my corporate role. Thirdly, an employer may be looking to attract and retain top talent by offering flexible work agreements, arrangements and remote work options. This can be particularly important for companies that are competing for highly skilled workers who value work-life balance and autonomy. Overall negotiating those flexible work arrangements and remote work options in an employment contract can benefit both the employee and the employer by improving work-life balance, reducing stress and increasing productivity. Hopefully there was something useful in today's topic. What I'm Learning is that it is a minefield out there for sure and employment seeking is absolutely cut 
throat. Let me know if there are any topics you would like me to cover in a future episode or if you have any business questions please do reach out. You can reach me through the Biz You Up website or on Instagram, Facebook or TikTok and my stand store link with my ebooks and my freebie is also linked in the show notes. Please do help yourself to that freebie, the free money mindset magic guide. It is heaps and heaps of info in there especially around how I managed to basically put together a $75,000 deposit in less than a year if you and that was for my house so if you are ready to get clear on your business goals and boost your productivity and revenue I invite you to work with me in my one-on-one private business development containers and as I've mentioned before no you don't have to have a business as I do help private clients with the goal setting and achieving those goals flick me a DM and let's chat to see how we can work together and let Buzz you up. Till next week, thank you so much for listening and spending your time with me. I truly appreciate you have an amazingly abundant week and I will buzz you later. Bye. Thanks again for being here today. In the show notes, you'll find all the links to my social media platforms. Do pop in and say hi. I hang out mostly on Instagram on the at buzz you up page or you'll also find me at esther.aken. Please help yourself to my free confidence or courage subliminals. These are the best kept secret to changing and leveling up your mindset and getting next level results. You can find them on the www.bizyouup.com website. That's B-I-Z-Y-O-U-U-P.com. I'm going to be cheeky and thank you all in advance for helping your girl out with your awesome ratings and reviews and hitting that follow and subscribe button. Till next time. Buzz you all later and have an incredibly abundant week. Bye.